0: Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 3452. Today it's part 11 of our series of looks at Jedi Fallen Order, the story breakdown that we've been discussing for nearly two weeks now. Today we're going back to Dathomir, having another confrontation with a vision of Joe Tapal for Cal Kestis, and then resolving his business with Marin and Taryn Malikos. Big doings in this particular one. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So yes, we are on episode 11 of our story breakdown of Jedi Fallen Order. And looking ahead, we've got, I think, about four more episodes. So it's going to run about two weeks in total for this. It's been quite the ride. And this particular episode is also quite the ride in its own right. It is about the return to Dathomir after Cal Kestis has repaired his lightsaber on Ilum. It involves basically three particular major events. One of them has to be the re-encounter with the illusion, the vision of Cal Kestis's master, George Paul. The sequence is essentially Cal owning his past and freeing himself from the guilt that he had felt about the death of his master. He faces Jorah Paul and says that I'm not going to let the memories haunt me. I'm not going to run from them any longer. They have a brief duel him and this vision of Jorah Paul, and Joro says mm, like is power the answer and Cal says no and he just puts his lightsaber away. There's a moment where the vision of Paul comes and is going to deliver like a lightsaber slash right through the top of his head, but he stops. It doesn't happen because this is an illusion after all. And Cal assures the vision of his master, which you know, this is probably kind of happening as much in his head as anything, or at least within his own commitment that he's not going to forget the lessons that his master taught him. That the loss is going to be a part of him always, but that he's going to honor him and his sacrifice. And with that, Paul moves away and says, remember, persistence is the path. So this is the second remember statement that we've gotten from Jorah Paul. I'm wondering if there's going to be a third one down the line, but we had remember, trust only in the force. And so now we have remember, persistence is the path. And with that, he walks away, disappears, and The path into the tomb of Kujit is now open and available for Cal to pass through. He does, and once he starts getting deeper in there, he runs into none other than our friendly night sister, Marin. So this is essentially the second part of the major stuff that happens during this trip to Dathomir, where she and he have a conversation about what the Jedi really were about. She talks about how an armored warrior waving around lightsabers showed up on their world and led the you know, army that decimated her people. That's, of course, a reference to General Grievous, who doesn't get named in here, but it's always fun to hear these little elliptical references as they come up. But Cal does something that's either really brave or really stupid or a little bit of both. He tells Marin that it's not a lightsaber that makes a Jedi, and he you know, had had his lightsaber active and ready to defend himself but he turns it off and he tosses it to her and she says okay well what's a Jedi then and he talks about how they were peacekeepers and they were betrayed by the people that they were trying to protect and now they're being hunted down by the Empire. Marin has not heard of the Empire and he's like what's well, the Empire? Like it's the Empire that's trying to kill all force sensitives because those are the people who could really do some damage to the Empire if they rose up and fought against them and hearing that Maren says, well, then, you know, if they're coming for four sensitive people, then they'll probably come back to Dathomir and, you know, kill anyone who's left, including, you know, like including her, obviously, but you don't necessarily get a sense of how many Night Sisters are left. I thought Marin was either the last or one of the last. There should be very few kicking around, quite honestly. But she says, yeah, they're gonna come here before long, just like they did in the previous war. We also find out from Marin that Terran Malikos promised her revenge in exchange for access to Night Sister's secrets, and she was all about revenge, so she was gonna help him with that, but obviously taking advantage of her. And Cal recognizes that says that it was wrong for him to take advantage of you like that. Marin's hearing all the right things from Cal and decides that she is going to, you know, if not necessarily help him directly, then she's going to, you know, not get in his way basically but of course she's gonna help him you know you know how that goes so anyway part three of the major stuff on dathomir happens when cal is going deep into the temple to find terran malikos he has to defeat terran in order to be able to get access to the astrium basically terran's like hey welcome back you're ready to start training which is exactly what every dark side person does like oh you must be here to start training with me so they have a brief conversation that they have to have before they start fighting about, you know, there's all this power you could access, and Kyle's like, I don't want all this power. And then you're a fool, and you're gonna die, and so then they start fighting, and the... <laughs> some of the things that Taryn Maliko says during the fight are pretty funny, very sort of Monty Python and the Holy Grail-ish kind of things. He says stuff like, Hardly felt that, and lucky hit, and what, uh, I've survived worse, and you shall not hit me, and that was nothing. Like, good fun. Well, there's one other thing I wanted to share with you about the conversation that Taryn and Cal have prior to their fight. When Taryn hears that Cal's objective is to rebuild the Jedi Order, Taryn's like, you know, you're a fool, and tells him that the Jedi fell long before the purge, which is kind of accurate in its way and it's particularly fascinating he talks about how they were stifled by tradition and deafened by past glories and blinded by endless war and cal's thinking is that well we can learn from our mistakes and that's you know pretty much when they start fighting because it ain't gonna work so in the game when you knock Malakos down to a certain health level he decides he's had enough and he does like a force lift and slams calcestis on the ground and pulls a rock from someplace and is like, it's time to die. And that's when Marin steps in and blows up the rock. And suddenly Marin and Cal are fighting Terran Malicos together. Eventually, you get Malakos' health down enough where Marin is able to wave up some magic and drop him into the floor, basically, which is a pretty horrific fate. Then, finally, Cal and Marin have time to talk about the situation and what Cal is really doing there, which is to find this astrium to get access to the list of Force-sensitive children and whatnot, and actually, that's when they have the conversation about the Empire and that the Empire would, you know, just soon hunt and murder them down, I'm I'm kind (laughs) of mixing stuff throughout when it happens in this particular part of the game. But it basically all happens on Dathomir. Anyway, so once Marin hears what Cal is really up to on Dathomir, finding this astrium, getting access to a vault that has a record of four sensitive children who could ultimately help in the fight against the Empire, she says, Great! I'll go with you and Cal's like okay didn't really ask you but that's cool and she's like yeah you know your fight is my fight like let's be allies and Cal says hey that sounds great I'm down for it we'll have to see what my crew says but yeah let's go for it and so they head back to the ship and Grease is like it's a witch it's a witch (laughs) this is not a great way to start and Cal says, you know, I trust her, and Sears says, Well, we trust you, but as for you, Marin, like your trust is gonna have to be earned. And I suppose it's kind of a fair point, but it is a pretty chilly reception, all things considered. But this is something that I was kind of waiting for because, you know, I've known that Maren would be a part of this crew, so it was a matter of, well, what's the story for how she becomes a part of it? And so you get to see how that happens with this particular section of the Jedi Fallen Order story. And as Maren notes, the Sisters and Jedi don't commonly hang around each other or work together, but seeing, you know, Cal and knowing his backstory and knowing how her backstory is kind of similar after a fashion, she says, hey, we're survivors, we adapt. And that also kind of pinged me a little bit because I was thinking about how the next game in the series is called Jedi Survivor. So I wonder if eventually when we start talking about that game, if that line is going to echo in some fashion, (laughs) in that sequel, but that's what I've got for you for right now. They're going to head to Bogano and try and get back into the vault or try to penetrate the deepest secrets of the vault in the next episode that we'll be talking about, but that's going to do it for this episode of the show. If you have enjoyed the show, whether it just today or across the weeks, months, the years that I've been doing it, the best thing that you could do to consider helping get this podcast into more ears is to talk about it on social media talk about it with your friends please consider sharing this podcast with the people who you know and love who know and love star wars and if you would also consider Following on your favorite podcast app or subscribing as the case may be, depending on how (laughs) they define it, that would be wonderful. And even consider perhaps a rating or a review. That would be wonderful as well. So it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be.